Let's bring in our first guest, Reese Williams, joining us from Spouting Rock Asset Management. He's the chief strategist with big international topics on his mind. Reese, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. You had a good synopsis on wh where we are, I think, Oliver. I appreciate that. Uh, anything I missed, what do you think? Because it kind of seems like right now there's uh, the only way out seems to be through. Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with you. I mean, especially it's, it's pretty hard right today to, to disagree with you. I do think, though, that some of the things that helped us about two or three months ago might come back into play. And that is, I expect the bond market to top out, of, you know, somewhere around three, five to four percent. Mm. I think quantitative tightening potentially could create more volatility. And so we might touch four. But I think the economy really slows above three point five. And I think some of the things that uh, will be going on that I think bad news might be good news when that starts to happen. How will we know? What do we look for, Reese, to know if we are uh, re-entering that dynamic? Because we gave it a shot uh, this past month, and it looks like it fell short. Yeah, well, I think the, a couple things happened. I think the situation in Europe really deteriorated. I think there was some fear a couple months ago that maybe Russia would cut off uh, European gas this winter, but now it looks pretty much like a reality. So I think that is something that makes it makes it really hard for Europe to avoid a severe recession, which just exacerbates the problems on the U.S. It's as sort of the only game in town for economic growth. Uh, the, I think the other thing that's you know weighing on markets is you know China's COVID policy, which has been pretty consistent, and they have a no COVID policy. But this situation has really you know gotten worse almost in the last couple of of weeks, as some some big sections of China are are shut down now. And that's a, a huge, they're a huge buyer and, and a huge user of all sorts of commodities as well as, you know, all sorts of uh, uh, minerals. We've seen uh, chip makers particularly struggle. There's also uh, potential for real uh, bans, perhaps, uh, uh, right now warnings, but uh, potentially an escalation of the chip relationship between the U.S. and China. How big of an undersung story is that? I mean, is this game changing when we see longtime leaders like NVIDIA breaking down? Can a stock like that ever get back to where it was with these new conditions? Well, I do think if there is a complete divorce of China uh, from the, the U.S. and Western Europe, European system, uh, unfortunately, the likely answer is no. Uh, my hope is that, that we realize that we have some reason to work together, even if we disagree about lots of things. And you know, the, the promise of globalization, which you know, we just had uh, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev die, but the promise of globalization that was, that, that was started by people like him and Deng Xiaoping in you know, 25, 30 years ago, uh, you know, hasn't completely vanished, but it does look like the forces of nationalism are making things harder right now. Mm. You've got a couple other international subjects on your mind. Uh, I'm glad we hit the chip one, but a couple else I want to make sure we get to, Reese, and uh, the energy subject in Europe we've been talking about here quite a bit. I've had some guests describe uh, Europe as imperiled or imploding. Uh, what is your read on just how big the risk is there for something more than just a hard landing, something more like a, a crisis uh, type situation? Well, I know there's discussion this weekend about the, you know, the UK having issues that potentially they're just not going to be able to print money, which has been the go-to solution of most governments ever since the great, great financial crisis. And the allegation is that if they start printing money, then there's going to be a run on the pound. Uh, and so we are sort of getting back to that potential 1970s conversation in some of these, you know, I wouldn't say UK's peripheral, but but in in, in smaller markets. I still think though the U.S. is okay. Um, and I think I think that it has not gotten to such a point 
where the, the kind of run that we have had in the 70s in the US is likely here. But, but UK has a tough road, and I think it, being out of the EU is, is going to hurt them in the short term. Could that create some type of dynamic where money flows come back to U.S. stocks? Or have we learned from COVID that the world is just too connected to try and parse uh, giant economies out like that? I do think that the U.S. stocks are the best game in town. And the reason is the dollar's going your way, right? So if you're a foreign investor, uh, you're getting, you know, uh, U.S. stocks or bonds look very attractive because uh, not only you're getting a currency benefit, but you're also, you know, clipping the interest or the dividend income that you're getting from from our from our companies, and we've had a pretty significant correction. So I'm not of the camp that says that the U.S. stock market's going to implode. I, I don't believe that at all. I do think that if indeed the 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 economy starts to slow once the bond rates hits 3.5 percent, and we we get the second thing, which is that the Fed kind of admits that they don't have to keep rates really high for all of 2023, I think that's a, will be a fairly okay backdrop for U.S. stocks. Uh, Reese, uh, one of the other uh, subjects here is generally about uh, how uh, earnings, uh, I think, are uh, at the point that uh, we're worried that this is going to, uh, this economic risk is going to really start to eat away at the bottom line. Stocks come off the highs and people go, well, they've gotten cheap. But then if uh, earnings start to erode, they get less cheap just from a different uh, direction. Uh, yeah. We've got most of our big names behind us. Thinking about how we close out the year, though, can you give me an idea what your baseline expectations are for the fourth quarter? I think earnings will continue to come down. I mean, the economy has gotten tougher, and I think the uh, the June reports were better than the July reports in some tech companies. Um, you know, you had you know Mongo database, some some even high end, very very successful companies talking about elongating sales cycles. So I do think things are going to be tougher out there. Uh, and I think th that's actually a good thing, I think, because it, it, the real risk, I think, is that the economy uh, stays too strong and the Fed really fights inflation and we have a spectacular, spectacularly bad economy in 2023. I think if we start to decelerate in our earnings, I think that will help the Fed and help the inflation case. Okay. Reese, great conversation. Uh, really good analysis of the big macro subjects. Appreciate you joining. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Reese Williams, Chief Strategist at Spouting Rock Asset Management.